This is Jets at Noon with Cameron Poitras and Jim Toth on 680 CJOB. Well, happy skills competition day in the National Hockey League, Jim. Jim Toth. You got the skills to pay the bills to keep the house in the hills. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't have any of that. You yeah. came up with it? Is that just off the top of your head? No, dude. That's um, House of Pain, old school rap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the House of Pain. <laughs> no idea. The Irish street lyricists. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Oh, man, I can't Not believe a my, clue. my ignorance is wow. incredible. I got the skills to pay the bills to keep the house in the hills. I can't say the rest of it on air. No. No. You have to stop there. Yeah. And um, not just because I can't remember because it's been 20 years. But you're years. a big skills competition guy. I mean, you lock into the skills mm, comp. Oh, I... Connor Hellebuck taking part in the Tendi tandem uh, TM. PBR, you know, watch it twice after the live version. Yeah. Just can't wait. Just to drink the whole thing in. They uh, trademarked the Tendi tandem, uh, the National Hockey League, which Connor Hellebuck's <laughs> going to be participating in today. I hate when they, like, take nicknames, like... Tendy for goaltender, and they like turn it into something. I hate that kind of stuff. I wonder, like, legitimately, and John Shannon has a great Jets report today where he's like, even if you're 30, this isn't for you. It's for the kids, and I get that. Like, it's like Trevor Zegras. You know what? It's for the kids, and and I'm I <laughs> I still hear about how Trevor Zegras should have won the the breakaway competition when he dressed up like old or not old school. Uh, the um, what was that movie with Vince Vaughn? Dodgeball. When he dressed up like yeah. dodgeball and blindfolded and went Jones. in. And I still hear about that from the ten year old. He he's like, I still can't believe Zegers got robbed of the All Star. And I'm like, yeah. you gotta let that go. <laughs> it's a they yeah. gave it to the Vegas Golden Knight because it was in Vegas. But like to kids, they care. They watch. They do it. And I, I always say this, and I know tonight I'll turn it on. Because it's going to be something we talk about next week and stuff. But yeah, I don't, I don't like any of this. I, I actually do like the accuracy, the hardest shot. Yeah, uh, I like seeing who has that, and I like watching that what stuff. What do you think about the dunk tank? No, no, no. I, I just no. You're not, <laughs> not pro dunk tank in the in the National Hockey League. Okay, are you? No. Do, are they firing pucks to make the tank go in? I don't know. I couldn't care less. I couldn't care enough to check it out. It was right there in front of me. Man, and I could have looked it up so This easily. is some NHL All-Star Weekend marketing for free yeah, right here. The NHL the air, splash shot. It is for the but you you know what, Jim? That's such a like obvious point, but it actually is. It is for the kids. It's That's why I say for the kids. And I'll have the Jets report at 255 today, and we've been running it already. John Chenner, but so many people say this to me. Like I I ask hockey people um about the weekend and they go it's not for you man it's not for us you and i watch hockey we enjoy hockey this is for Mm -hmm. attract different crowds or or let them have fun and this is the one positive i do like about it is uh the nhl needs more personality it needs more lack of cliches and stuff like that so when you get these guys out of their comfort zone i think that is a good thing for the world to see but for me to sit down and go i can't wait to watch even the All-Star game itself. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, I remember watching All-Star games where Danny Heatley and Jeremy Roenick had nine points in a 15-13 win, and they yeah. win a car, and I'm just like, this this isn't even hockey. No, and it's also something where the National Hockey League can sort of reward 
uh, a franchise. Say, okay, we're going to come to town. We'll bring all the best players. It, it, it's an event. It's an event that they can See, bring to. See, if Winnipeg it. hosted it, you're right. Yeah. Like it yeah. would be, you have the biggest names, and and I think that once they get the five star hotel built, they will probably try to get this or the draft. That's the word, the draft. But I, yeah. I'm I'm more like again, we're we're hockey people, we're hockey fans. We watch, we pay attention, we yeah. we care. This is to attract a different crowd. So it's it's much like the Grey Cup when they bring Justin Bieber in for the halftime, and I go, what are you doing? Like well, no, for no, the younger audience. Yeah, it's to try and get new eyeballs on the game and 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 stuff, and that's what this will do. So, um, and and of course you'll watch the Jets and all that. But do, do I wa- care if Brad Marchand can? What's it called? The splash dunk, whatever. The the there's there's no, the, these are the care. new ones. There's the splash shot. Okay. Um, you know, obviously a slap shot, but a splash shot. Then they have the pitch and puck. And then the and then they have the Tendi tandem, which Connor Heldbach is going to be participating in, yeah. which I'm most excited about is the Tendi tandem. Fastest skater um, is always interesting, but I also even like the way it's set up. It's not always the fastest. Yeah, These, like see, this is yeah. what players have told me over the years. Like fastest skater is different than in a game, and that's why you get somebody on a team that always surprises you in their skills competition. That you're like, I didn't know they were that fast, because in a game it's quick and fast yeah. and this um these rumors about Jonathan Taves they're not going away it's it, this is going to be a constant thing all the way up until March 3rd if and when and if not Jonathan Taves ends up with the Winnipeg Jets it's just something that's that's yeah. just going to be stuck around i mean everybody and their dog seems to have the uh the the perfect trade uh to make this happen um, but when you look at the $10.5 million, if the best case scenario is Chicago takes 50%, we talked about this yesterday, but it goes to 525 is what you can you can bring over here. If the projections are about $7.5 million for the Winnipeg Jets, that means you only have 2.25 over the rest to you know fill, the, uh, fill a, a, a top nine position, uh, add depth on the blue line, which you're going to want to do. Is there enough money left over to do the rest of that stuff? That's why I think... If Taves, do I think the Jets are interested in Jonathan Taves? Yes, I do. Do I think they'll send a, a second? I, I they would send two, three round, third round picks in a heartbeat. I think, like this year and next. Yeah. But I, I think they go big game hunting, and then I think they come back to Jonathan Taves just because of that. And then yeah. you might have to send a contract that way too. Yeah. Like if you send a two or three million dollar or four million dollar deal that way, that offsets it as well. But I. I think they're interested. I, I think a lot of teams are. I mean, he's seventh on the trade board list right now mm-hmm. of 25. Yeah. Um, so I always find this funny, too, because some people here in, in town go, no, I don't want Jonathan Taves. He's not good anymore, and he's too old and all this. But yet the Colorado Avalanche are interested in him, and the Tampa Bay Lightning are looking at it. And yeah. Um, so these are teams that, I mean, Colorado is interested, and they just won the Stanley Cup. So I think he would benefit any team he goes to, including the Jets. Yeah. I just I'm worried about the price, and I, I think they want to get something. It all comes back to yesterday's conversation. It's about term. If they can get some players with term, I think they lead towards those deals like the Nick Bugstads of the world, 30 year old center makes 900k is going to be a UFA. But I mean, there's no term on that. But you could bring a guy like that in, see how he fits, and then offer him something. Yeah. If he's making 900k right now, if Nick Bugstead came in here as a center and did well, 
um, even if you pushed him to the wing or somebody else and offered him $2 million next year, he's not going to take it. Like, yeah. So things like that I think they're going to work on. But I think they'll they'll keep circling around the Jonathan Taves for sure. And and But I, I don't think it's at the forefront right now. I don't mm. think it's like this is the guy we, we desperately need. Yeah. So I was looking at some of this other stuff, Jim, here. Eric Carlson, is he actually the favorite to win the Norris right now? I think he probably is. Uh, I think Rasmus Dahlin is, is I think those are the there. three uh, yeah. with Morrissey. And I, I would think, look, I mean, unfortunately, we've, we've debated this for uh, two seasons yeah. now, but it's about points just as much as his defensive play. Yeah. And I haven't seen Eric Carlson play a lot, so I don't know how his defensive game has You haven't been out. tuning in constantly to no, the San Jose no. Sharks this season? I try to usually, if we're going to talk about a name, try to get... Well, every team, I try to, at this point, have seen three to five of their games, yeah. other than the ones the Jets are playing. Yeah. Um, and, and I just haven't seen San Jose play at all this year, and I, I don't know if his defensive game is well. But look, at, at with that many points... Um, well, he's got 66 points right now. Um, Rasmus Dahlin has 55. Josh Morrissey has 53. Um, uh, Carlson's got 16 goals. You know what's interesting about this is a lot was made when the Jets lost those three in a row, and especially to Philadelphia, about the lack of scoring. And Rick Bonus touched on that after Philadelphia. Uh, Mm. It's not going to be as easy. Um, Like, if you think of this going into after this break, and you're looking at the Jets and who you would key on coming into this season – and who you would key on coming out of the break. It's yeah. some different names. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know a lot of teams that would come in, and there's, I know around the league, there's a lot of respect for Josh Morrissey. Yeah. But I don't know if they would circle his name on the board and go, we have to, uh, and you do now. You yeah. do have to, when facing the Jets, go, we need to uh, put f- this number on the board. Yeah. And so, like, the start of the season, I think it was Kyle Connor, and I think that's why Kyle Connor had two goals in the first 14 games. Yeah. Is because people came in, and then Shifley had a great start. Yeah. So then that shifted to well, you got to stop Shifley and you got to stop Connor, and and I think teams have I think um, Kyle Connor's done really well this year, given the fact that I think he is the guy now coming into this season that team circled. But going into the second half, I think teams look at the Jets and go, well, we gotta we also got to pay attention heavily to Dubois and Morrissey mm. here. Yeah. And so to Carlson's point is I, I just. I, I think it's going to be interesting through the second half of because it's tougher now. It's harder. Teams yeah. are fighting for their lives now. Teams are looking to get in, and, and well, they're defending Carlson's, differently. Carlson's going to stop playing defense. I think he stopped playing defense about a month and a half ago. <laughs> well, he's just looking. He's locked in. I thought you were going to say trophy. 11 years ago. Well, no, I think. <laughs> well, when he entered the league, yeah. I mean, that was always what bothered me about Carlson. And I, it's he was always a forward. He always played like a forward. He played like a forward from the blue line, and he, he was, was always not given good up defensively. Stuff. He was horrible defensively. And people would throw me his analytic numbers in Ottawa, and I'm like, that's fine. I just saw a guy beat him twice along the boards. Yeah. He, he went up to a guy in a board, missed him, got back in front of him, and the guy skated right by him in yeah. the board. And I'm like, that's poor defending from any defenseman. Yeah. I just got a text message. Hey, hey, we're going to do free-for-all Friday at the back half of the show, 204-780-6868, 204-780-6868. Uh, so give us a call. We'll open up the phone lines, have, uh, have some fun, have some talks, uh, talk about uh, whatever you guys want to talk about again here on free-for-all Friday. A uh, text message here, 204-780-6868. Cam, please check out Cap Friendly and their deadline cap space projections for the Jets. It's over.
over $9 million and will go up from there when they lose two more contracts with Appleton and Gus coming back. Should be over $10 million, not seven. Okay. No, it's going to yes. go down when those guys come Yeah, and, and listen, this, and I've heard this from... When I, when I come out and talk cap stuff, I've gotten burned before. I look it up by about five different people that know this stuff a lot better than I do. Um, because I don't understand anywhere near, like general managers in this league don't even understand the cap. They have assistant general managers that manage the cap for them. That's how complicated this whole situation is. So I've heard some very smart people that know the cap very, very well um, that have said it's going to be around seven and a half right now if the Winnipeg Jets keep everybody off of LTIR and they can stay healthy. It's going to be about seven and a half. That's the target date. That's what I've heard consistently through uh, NHL insiders and that sort of thing. So I, I, I appreciate that text message, 204-780-6868, because I think everybody's looking at that number on Cap Friendly. Um, but it's it's going that number, from what I've been hearing, is going to change. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me to explain it, because I have no idea. It's you also complicated. Have, sorry, can you also have yeah, to yeah. keep in mind the bonuses? And I'm not talking about yeah. this year. If the Jets didn't roll... So when it when when the season ends, you can either apply bonuses to this year or next. Yeah. And so I don't know what the Jets have to apply to to this year from last year, and I don't know if they're looking at the cap for next year. Going any playoff any bonus performance bonus kick in, we want to put it onto this year's cap. But yes, all the experts and analysts say it's going to be about seven point two going into the trade deadline. Should nothing change and everybody get healthy, let's take a break. Seven and a half. Text the show two zero four seven eight zero sixty eight sixty eight two zero four seven eight zero sixty eight sixty eight. Uh, there was a great bit that the Winnipeg Jets did, and they popped it on their Twitter account. Uh, I'll, I'll play that for you uh, after the 1230 News coming up with Sir McCarthy. Jets at noon on 680 CJOB. Hey, Sarah McCarthy, how are you? I'm not too bad. Happy Friday. Hi, Sarah. I have a special... Uh, I have something special for you. Sarah oh, no. McCarthy, power play! <laughs> well, I actually got an intro made. Oh, oh no. I'm sorry. Yeah, I overstepped. I got an intro made here. No more horse voice for Jim. Now I haven't, <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet though. Oh no! I just I got the bill sent. I got the bill today. I just paid it. I haven't listened to it yet. Maybe I should have listened to it first. Oh boy. Okay. Are you ready? I don't know. <laughs> it's a one minute power play with Chuck McCarthy. Hmm. Did I say Chuck? I think you gotta go back to Who whoever made that. <laughs> I gotta make a call or something. Yeah, get your money you know, back. I, I, how much did you pay this guy? I'm not gonna tell you how much I paid. <laughs> like that's the worst intro I've ever heard. Wow. Did you send Chuck? it to a balloon over Montana and it <laughs> sent somewhere else, and it came back to that balloon and came to you? More on Where that did story you find these one. people? That was 750 come bucks. In? Like, I, I heard that this guy was good. I was just trusted. Did you see an ad? I trusted the process. After the Ginsu knife one at 4 a.m. one night? I'm I, I, Can I hear it again? Like, <laughs> now we've wasted our Friday question for okay. Sarah, but can I hear it again? I, I, you know what? I just don't know what, like, I, I specifically in the email said Sarah. It's a one-minute power play with Chuck McCarthy. Like, who the heck is Chuck? I don't know a Chuck McCarthy. How do you confuse Sarah with Chuck? I don't even, you know. Sarah, I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry. Yeah, just make sure you get your money back. I have no use for that. This doesn't, <laughs> this doesn't affect this our is partnership like, in Skadge Pizza, does it? I hope. I, I don't uh, know. It's, it's we'll like a very see. high, apparently highly rated production company. Wow. Like that music was 
terrible Spot either. On. Yeah. You like the music? <laughs> no. <laughs> now I got no. A, my horse voice. That's, gotta, the that's your one minute power play go. with Sarah, not Chuck McCarthy. <laughs> like I can't believe the Chuck thing. Like seven hundred fifty dollars. Have a good weekend, guys. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. Sorry about that. I was trying to do something nice. You ever listen to anything before you put it on air? Or uh, you just no. Not sheets usually. to the streets, eh? Yeah. Sheets to the streets. <laughs> sheets to the streets. Letter buck. Here we go. We're playing this. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, the dunk I, I splash can't tank how, can't be that bad. I, I can't believe how bad that was. I just feel bad for Sarah. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's not even funny. I, it's like. That's like half my paycheck gone. Wait a minute. For nothing. Half. Well, like I guess you've nine been here tenths, longer than me. Nine tenths. Yeah. 204-780-6868. Um, 204-780-6868. Text the show free for all Friday uh, here on, on 680. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> Chuck McCarthy. <laughs> it's not even close. It's not, not even, even it's not even a woman's name. No. <laughs> it's not even Lisa or it's something not, like Julie McCarthy. Yeah. Wow. Scott, Texas show 204 You better check your visa after ordering well, that. I, I don't know. I think I got taken advantage of. Like, actually, I need to. I just should leave. I got to call the bank. They got to cancel my credit card. Scott just texted and said, Sarah, cough twice if you're being held hostage. <laughs> If you're being forced to do anything you don't like, please <laughs> cough twice. <laughs> Monday, Sarah's going to be like, oh, oh, this is your news update. <laughs> and then, help me. <laughs> That's your 680 CGOB news. Help me. Huh. <laughs> All right, let's. 204-780-6868, Sorry, listeners. Yeah, Paul, I, 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 you know, I'm sorry. I thought I had something good I was going to play there. I have no idea. What that was. Uh, loot in Florida text the show at 204-780-6868. I worked uh, near the dunk tank yesterday out at the beach here at Fort Lauderdale. Saw Crosby get dunked by a player shooting pucks at the dunk target with bleachers built around and a mini outdoor rink area. Ocean as a backdrop. Loot. That sounds pretty cool. Everything does look cool there. Mm-hmm. Like it's the beach and we're talking hockey, but it does look cool. By the way, I did, um, I was uh, texting with the Jets about. Um, trying to get Morrissey or Hellebuck on today, and they tried, but their schedule is just crazy today. Like, it's um, – they tried to work it in so that they could be on, but they have this uh, all-star lunch right now. And then later I tried to get them on the program, and um, they have the they have a, to go in transit, and then they got the red carpet tonight. They yeah. ha- um, And they're giving me the timeline, and I'm like, wow, like, they get busy right about now, like about 10 a.m. today. They've yeah. been going – they'll be going all throughout the, the – uh, all-star festivities tonight, mm. the splash tank. Yeah. It's, it's, again, it's it's like something for the for the fans there. And it's, you know, yeah, you see, if I was in Florida, I'd go check it out. I, you know, the whole show's, like, I'm rattled. I'm absolutely rattled now after that. You got to just move I gotta, on. I got to move on. But I, I would, in the next break, check your visa if you paid for that. Because <laughs> I don't think it's a reputable. I'm rattled, yeah. Reputable um, production company. 204 uh, The Winnipeg Jets uh, did something that was uh, pretty funny here. I, I, I got a real kick out of it. Um, where, of course, the two Jet representatives uh, in Florida, Josh Morrissey and Connor Hellebuck, um, played a little bit of a game during the media day yesterday. Where Hellebuck gave, um, this is brilliant. Yeah, Hellebuck gave uh, Morrissey 
a uh, hockey cliche that he then had to use throughout the media day. And then Morrissey gave one to Hellebuck and Hellebuck gave one to Morrissey. And this is what they put um, this is what they put on their uh, on the Jets Twitter account uh, today. Hey, it's Josh Morrissey, and my phrase for Helly is stick to the process. Stick to the process and playing hard and do it. We're stuck in the process of trying to become fast. We're sticking to the process and we're working hard. And my phrase for Josh is pucks and beat. Trying to get pucks in deep. <laughs> but, uh, you know, trying to get pucks in deep. Uh, you know, when guys are committed to getting pucks in deep and, uh, you know, playing, <laughs> playing, <laughs> uh, you know, with things like getting pucks in deep and all that, all the cliches in the world. Uh, Alba gave him a doozy. Pucks it deep. That's a big one. The process you can make work at an all-star game when yeah. you're talking about the whole season and yeah. all that. The pucks in deep when you're not talking about a specific game is, is <laughs> tough. How do you That's, even manage that? And watching him do that. And I did see a journalist from the mm-hmm. States actually tweet last night that Josh Morrissey of the Winnipeg Jets just gave me a pucks in deep and we're at the all-star festivities. Come on, man. Like he was upset that he got this yeah. cliche with, a, with no clue that it has to do with... But imagine that, like, Josh, what's been your uh, help you be so successful this year? Well, pucks in deep. Yeah, like, you know, I've been real good at putting pucks in deep. That's great stuff. That's hilarious. Uh, Hockey cliches are, like, they're so funny, but they're so annoying. Yeah, okay, Jim, well, for the rest of the show here, we're going to start taking some text messages. And if you want to call, call us, 204-780-6868, 204-780-68. always love to talk to you guys. Um, you got to have keep it simple. Keep it simple. You got to go up there. You got to keep it simple. Yeah, or the opposite is, you know what? We've been keeping it simple the last three games, but tonight we got to make it more difficult. We got to make it harder than it should be, Mm -hmm. and uh, really try some really new, innovative things to to get a win tonight. You know, we got to go out there. We got to play our game. You know, we got to play in all three zones. And you uh, give me a hockey cliche, and I'll give you the opposite. Okay, like you said, keep it simple. I'm gonna like we really got to make it difficult tonight. Okay, full sixty. Full sixty. We gotta. We gotta. You know, if we could just get a solid three to four minutes. In the three periods tonight, total, <laughs> I think we got a shot. Yeah. Um, win our battles. You know, we don't got to win all our battles. Um, we just have to come close. You know, as long as we're not losing them, mm-hmm. we don't have to win them, and we'll have a chance to succeed tonight. Wow. That's that's awesome, Jim. You're really good at that. Uh, 204-780-6868. <laughs> this is our best show ever. Um, what are some uh, – let's get into some text message. What Was it Mike of- Richards who on the 110%? He's like, you can't – you can't give 110%. You can yeah. only give 100. Yeah. That's well that's true. Like that's all you can give. Yeah. So stop he he was a guy the hockey player Mike Richards from Kenora. He said you can so stop saying give 110 cuz you can't. It's not yeah. possible. Yeah. You can say we got to give 100%. Mm-hmm. But then the opposite of that was going if we could get to 8 or 9% tonight and that's all we gave we'll be fine. <laughs> He's got to control the we got to control the puck for Pucks in deep. I we, we can't get the pucks in deep tonight. We've been getting pucks in deep a lot lately, but if we can just get it over the blue line and not get it anywhere deep at all, maybe we, top of the slot, we'll have a ton we gotta, of success. You know, we got to control our zone entries. You know, sometimes it's not about chipping in the puck. It's about getting the zone. We've been too controlled in our zone entries. we got to get more loose and wild, just throw it up in the air and hope it comes down in the offensive end. The problem is we got to get the pucks between the dots. That's something we got a real target. I mean, we're getting eaten up in the slot there, but we got to get the pucks there. We have to be less hard to play against. we got to be a little more soft <laughs> and stick to the outside. If we yeah. keep our game to the outside and yeah. not the gritty areas, we'll be fine tonight. 
204-780-6868-204-780-6868. Mike says, hey, good Friday. Is Vegas going to pull a Tampa Bay with Mark Stone out? Will he be ready when the playoffs start? Going through back surgery again. I don't know. I, I, I don't mean, definitely. Know. I'm not so sure about that. I I think Mark Stone. He's had a so so many injuries over the last number of years. I think it's more about him being healthy long term. That's what I think it's about. I'm not sure he's going to be coming back this season. We'll wait and see. Yeah, I that's. I think it's more career. Yeah. I I wonder. Um, it's not about this year in my mind. Uh, and I don't know the surgery he's had, but I do know that Mark Stone. I think this is his second, or I know it's his second for At sure. At least his second. I think it's his third. I think it's his third back surgery. Um, and I just I don't know. Like the first back surgery, I think you you wouldn't see him again this year. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what this one was, and if it was. You know, just augmenting what's already been done. I don't know. So, but back surgery at this time of the year, I would be really, really surprised if he comes back this season. Yeah. Uh, 204 780 What's your confidence, uh, Cam and Jim, what's your confidence in Riddick down the stretch? And would you make a trade for a backup? That one from Aaron. Uh, no, I'm I'm totally confident in, in Dave Riddick's game. Um, I've said this on the show before. I, I stand by it. All David Riddick needs to do down the stretch is he's got to stay above 500. Uh, Connor Hellebuck um, is the guy. He's the number one guy for the Winnipeg Jets. And, and right now, David Riddick in, in relief over uh, the 12 games he started, he's 8-4. and four. Uh, He's a 909 save percentage and a goals against uh, less than three. I think that's exactly what you need from him. So I, I do have confidence in David Riddick over in that, in that sort of stretch. Yeah, I um I don't like to go trade for it. Like there's other things this team needs. And and when you're trading for the backup with no disrespect, and I know what, what the, the text are saying, they're, they're talking about if Hellebuck gets injured in the playoffs. Yeah. I just, I don't know how you make a move for the just in cases. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to add depth just in case, I guess, you know, if a center goes down or stuff, I get all that and on the blue line. But you're riding Connor Hellebuck every single game of the playoffs this year, unless he has a bad game or the team does, and you pull him in the second just to get him ready for the next game. Um, so I don't really spend a whole lot of time of – now, I know this texter, and rightfully so, probably if they're in the second round and Hellebuck goes mm-hmm. down for two weeks uh, and Riddick has to come in, you can go, well, there you go. But the chances of that and to spend commodities on that – because mm-hmm. um, the flip side of that is Connor Hellebuck has been really healthy throughout his entire career. Yeah. And so to go spend assets on this just in case doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, I agree with you on and that. And especially with the cap space and that. Yeah. And, I, and I think, look, I think the system is what is benefiting David Riddick. I, I, I want to give him full credit. He yeah. said at the start of the year to Paul Edmonds in a one-on-one interview that I'm, I'm trying to prove that I can, like this is kind yeah. of my chance to prove stay in the National Hockey League. Yeah, he had a tough go in Nashville last year um, in a in a situation where um, you know UC Soros was the guy in the net. You know he 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 was the number one dude in in the Predators and he and he struggled there. So it's about him getting his game back and it's about the guys in front of him playing uh, playing properly. It's a big piece of it. Yeah. So um, I don't I don't I don't go. I mean, if there's somebody available that you really really like. Maybe, but no. I, the other problem with that is I, you I don't bring think the Jets in, have any appetite yeah, for that. I, I, it's not even a consideration. I don't you think right no, now. I don't think it, they're even looking. No. To, yeah, so to continue the conversation, just to answer your question, and then to go in the room and after this point and go, hey, this is now our backup and Rich is there and stuff yeah, like you. It, a lot of people always don't consider the room. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think you have to. Like, there's a lot of questions here. Like, Stasny came here and waived his no trade because of Blake Wheeler convincing him. They're yeah. friends from the U.S. development stuff and all that. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that goes the opposite way, too. Like, I think there's conversation going, look, we believe in Riddich, and, and to do this to him and make him be a, a healthy scratch and – so I just don't think they're looking at that. Yeah, another big part of it too as well, Jim, and, and you mentioning the room, that's a really important part because I, I think that's why during um, – I remember Brad Living and, and I think Kevin Chevaldeoff has said this before about when you make a move – you're doing it for the room too, to reward the guys in the yeah. locker room for getting you to this point. And when uh, teams have um, got to that point and there hasn't been additions made um, to the core to make these guys give them a better chance of making a push, the, the locker room takes that and goes like, like, what's going on? So Why didn't we get helped out? He, he, there's there's a balance to it, 100. Like there, there needs example. to be there needs to be upgrades, but then at the same time there needs to be an understanding. You don't want to ups you know turn the apple cart over. Here's an example. It, when Bo Horvat was traded, not one Canuck was surprised, but they were all very, very disappointed. Yeah. But they all said, well, we understand we've been hearing about this and we know that we're not playing well and we're not doing good. Like, in my mind, the team knows that the players know that Neil Pionk's having a hard time. Neil mm-hmm. Pionk's having a hard season. But yeah. they all like Neil and they have all seen him play. They they all saw him shut down Connor McDavid in a, an entire series in the playoffs. So they're all waiting to, but they also know that if a move's being made, it's because Neil's not playing well right now, um, mm-hmm. and they'll understand that. Yeah. The the opposite of that happens when they just do something to, as this texture is asking, just in case. Mm-hmm. Like the room will go, what are what are you doing? Like yeah. we believe in Dave, and yeah. and Dave's been here all year, and he's played well for us, and yeah. and stuff. So the opposite happens in the room, yeah. right? So you want to reward the room and stuff. And then there's a conversation of, like, say they do go get Timo Meyer, And all of a sudden, um, like, say they got Patrick Kane. Yeah. Is Patrick, is it Blake Wheeler who goes down to the third line? Is it, is it? <laughs> See, this is interesting, Jim, because I is think it it's, it's, the, it's, it's like, Cole Perkins. Kane's yeah. your number one line, right? Yeah. He's not coming here to be the, to go behind those two. A lot of people. He might be coming to be second, but uh, yeah. I don't think you're acquiring Patrick Kane, and I don't think Patrick Kane's going. Yeah, I'll come to Winnipeg and make a run. I, I don't to think go you, play the third or I, the second I, line. Yeah, even. I don't think you take Blake Wheeler out of the top six. I just don't think he, you, just how he's played this year. I think Cole Perfetti is the guy that moves down, regardless of. Yeah, what happens. and maybe you move somebody to the other side. But but these yeah. are the conversations that yeah. happen when you make trades. But to yeah. your point is, they're going to make trades. They're going to add some stuff here, but somebody's going to get left out. Yeah. Like, like if they go get like a Nick Ritchie or somebody like that or a Timo Meyer, it's Mason Appleton when he comes back. That's and now you've got to have yeah. like Wheeler would go to the third, yeah, and I think care. Appleton would too. But, but I mean, it's all about that's the conversations that happen when these moves happen. It's not just like everybody's excited because Timo Meyer's here now. There's some guys that are like, well, wait a minute, like, but they have to swallow that pride and make it work. Yeah, uh, we got to take a break. We'll come back. 204-780-6868, final segment uh, of the show. Uh, Lauren A says, Cam, that was production scam. You need a refund. Yeah. I Is got, there I anything in the off. fine print of this website that said, like, if you're not happy with the... I don't know. There's a lot of typos in the contract. You better check because once it airs, it's yours. Like, there's no... You should have listened to it. I tell you this all the time. Before yeah, you I, play that, did you listen to it? And you're like, no, no we'll let her buck. No, I... You know, I this is a reputable company. I just thought it was. That's fine. why when I brought up House of Pain today, I'm like, do not play that on the air. 
because I've heard it already. It's great, but not on this station. We'll be right back. Don't play the House of Pain track. Chats at noon on 680 CJOB.